0: Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and you know what? This is it. We're here. Chapter 7, the final chapter in our story, is now officially upon us. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, which took a lot of time and work and preparation, not to mention scheduling, to put together and features a huge roster of really awesome guests. I'm joined by Jules Daniel and Josh Kingsford playing Arcus and Trestlespoon respectively as usual and also Waffles from the Waffles of Mario Talk About Things podcast playing Drew the Druid, Alex White Robinson playing Ferdam the Necromancer, Gerard Papu playing Rad the Fighter and Adam Wright from Getting Dicey reprising his role as the power-hungry evil nobleman Lord Trantis Grifton. Over the past four years so many stories have been told and so many games have taken place in the world of Ison and they all intertwine and culminate at this very point. This truly is the beginning of the end, so without any further ado, here is a brief recap of how we got here. For years, the gods of Ison have been working behind the scenes on a grand plan to defeat Krover, the god of power, who has become corrupted and threatens to destroy everything. Mortal heroes have been restoring the gods' connections to the material realm, while also defending the innocent from horrific monsters that have returned from a millennia-long imprisonment. One group of heroes, the Apple Squadeth, has summoned a host of allies from all over the world to aid them in one final challenge. So, at the end of chapter six, everyone that the Apple Squadith had summoned were all in the an area called the Wellspring of Harrig, which is um, just so you can all visualize the space, it's, it's a clearing of uh, knee high grass in the middle of like a ring of like an ancient, super ancient forest. This forest is as old as time, so, like, the trees here um, have existed longer than pretty much anything else in the world. And in the middle of this clearing of tall grass, there is a, a stone well with a shimmering golden pool in the center of it. And that's sort of like the main feature is this well. Gathered in this place are those allies, uh, which include all of you, except for Trantis, who will get involved by some other magical, mystical means. And there is a gigantic silver dragon who is camping off to the side, uh, Jamie, the dragon. Who is uh, an ally who really bucks the difficulty trend? Being there, <laughs> um, there there was. Let me just point out, there was, but isn't anymore for some reason. A, um, a porter, the frog, um, a community demon who looks like a giant frog.
1: It's a veritable who's who.
2: What does veritable mean?
1: Damn. I didn't know you were going to catch me out on this. (laughs) You see, I just have a a verbose vocabulary. I have a huge lexicon, but it doesn't mean I know what I'm saying. It's just (laughs) big words to say. Take me through verbose and lexicon. (laughs) Yes,
3: yeah. yeah. It Um... means large variety of.
1: Uh... (laughs) They just big, just big. (laughs) Bigly, bigly. I got a bigly word good sometime.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, there are some. There are some other demonic creatures um are not usual humanoids that you would find so there's um arcus who's who's one of you obviously uh but there's two other cumulus like arcus there is swift uh who who's a uh a junior demon for a tutorial the god of elements um and there's also arcus's friend um zeph played by troy who'll join us at another time um, play,
1: play play troy now be Troy Brad oh yeah
0: Troy Troy said that if I do any um (laughs) vocals for Zef he'll dub them in later so like (laughs) that's yo hello I am Troy and I am playing (laughs) Zef I'll get him to dub that excellent excellent.
4: say that you're Troy and you smell butts (laughs) (laughs) I smell butts
0: (laughs) there is a demon who looks to be uh looks or appears to be like a, a person made entirely out of thousands and thousands of butterflies all sort of condensed into the shape of a person there is a woman who looks pretty much like a rotting corpse zombie um falling to pieces who Fidan is probably totally into there is beatamus who is a um a shadow death demon that trestlespoon met at the end of chapter one beginning of chapter two and he helped fight the fire giants with you he was the one that sort of took out the heavy did the heavy lifting in the fire giants fight um and then yeah uh, outside of that oh and goror who's a giant rock monster he's there um yeah other than that i guess introduce all of yourselves who is here so uh hell, i'll keep this part in hello listeners uh <laughs> this, this is going to be a mess to cut together i i'm not used to having this many people on the screen at once uh but i appreciate all of you being here i am joined by many many people for this first episode of chapter seven we are at the beginning of the end and um, yeah, all many forces are coming together to make this all happen. Um, in the order that I can see them on my screen, I'll get them to introduce themselves and tell us all a little bit about uh, their character. And um, if they've got anything to plug, they can feel free to do that. So <laughs> the first one in order on my screen is Waffles.
3: Hey, I'm Waffles. I, I play Druid, otherwise known as Cool Beans, uh, the Halfling Druid, and... He's also here uh, with the Kiori mouse folk. so there's a couple of thousand of them just scurrying about doing mousey Kiori type things. Yeah.
0: And we've got uh, next on my screen is uh, Gerard.
4: Uh, hey, hey you all, hey youth. Um, I'm Gerard, I play Rad Boomerang. You might have uh, heard some of my adventures if you listen to the bad episodes as people call them. Um, <laughs> I'm a fighter from Arkvale, and uh, I've spent the last, I'd say, half of this adventure being completely out of my depth spiritually, you know, like, um, I think Rad was designed to fight kind of corrupt guards, uh, and now there's a bunch of fucking rat folk and uh, demons here, and uh, he's having a great time.
0: Yeah, how do you think he would be feeling about the gigantic silver dragon who's just sort of hanging out on the edge of the camp?
4: I, I don't know, for some reason I feel like that would be the least of his worries, since it's something he would have seen in a children's book uh, uh, back, you know, when his drunk dad was beating him, or whatever his backstory is. Um... He wouldn't have seen <laughs> dragons! They haven't existed, no one knows no, And like, them. No, like, in like a, you know, they don't exist here, we still have them in books.
0: No, they've been long forgotten!
4: Okay, okay, well then, in that case, that's still freaky, but there's demons everywhere! Isn't that just as yeah, freaky? Yeah,
0: yeah Rad's met two gods.
4: Yeah, but... Okay. So, anyway, I don't know. This is all just freaky, dicky to him. Um, it's like <laughs> if you dropped um, Indiana Jones into an episode of Angel, it wouldn't make any sense, but I, it'd still I be would, a pretty cool tough guy. I would watch that <laughs> <laughs> next season on <online>, Iceland.
0: So. <laughs> I think everyone involved with this podcast would watch that. <laughs> um, uh, and then, then I've got um, uh, Alex.
5: Yeah, for Dan's, um, sort of come out of a large weird plant pod um, leading a small squad of skeletons wearing iron armor uh, wielding silvered weapons sort of ready to sort of fight and he's come out to find a big crowd of weirdos standing around sort of waiting for somebody to take charge and has wound up milling around skeletons are offering people refreshments because he brought some rations always very very aware that people need potatoes and is decked out in like solely battle equipment because the last thing he heard was we we need you to come and fight and save the world because it's all going to be destroyed and just is definitely confused about the the range and breadth of things that are here and that nothing is actually happening it just seems like a very awkward office party
0: yeah that's that's really the vibe actually because everyone has been summoned to save the world from this world ending thing but everyone just ends up just like hanging <laughs> like yeah you know, why are we here everyone is this happening now
5: or in like three years i don't
0: i love that Fidan has shown up with a troop of undead as well like that's cool
5: yeah a lot of Lord of Karen needs a squad
6: and next i've got uh, adam hello i'm i'm adam um i play lord trantis grifton and i haven't been haven't been around here for these parts for a long long time um trantis is a bad guy a piece of shit, i guess you could say um corrupted by uh, a demon patron um several times over um endured a lot of psychological torture but ultimately craves power and fame and probably revenge yeah so I hope that's just quite uplifting for everyone. <laughs> just a real hero's quest shaping up here. Yeah, so Tran- Trantus wasn't summoned with
0: everyone else, um, but he will arrive um, shortly. We'll, we'll go over his arrival soon. And uh, next on my screen is Josh.
2: Howdy, uh, I'm Josh. I play Trestlespoon, the rogue gnome. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on either, but I definitely didn't do anything to uh, Porter. Uh, lovely surfer dude frog i didn't do anything to him so we won't talk about that that's all
0: <laughs> and last on my screen is uh jules daniel
1: hi i'm Arcus, and i'm i'm pretty sure that trestle spoon has done something to porter <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm concerned <laughs> because porter is very cool <laughs>
2: I didn't do anything. Anyway, you you um, don't
1: know what you're talking about. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> um, I'm a cloud demon, and I also... Uh, you know, like, where do my alliances lie, really? Maybe I'm more chaotic than I'm letting myself be. Maybe this is the episode where I turn on everyone and we all die. Let's find out. Ooh,
4: wow. Twist!
1: <laughs> I like it. Just setting up expectations,
4: you know. Can we can we do that as a Patreon tier? <laughs> oh,
6: my
1: God. Make
4: Arcus... Uh,
1: turn on the gang corrupt
3: arcus was the bbg the whole time oh my god what a <laughs> we reveal if we should have worried about arcus
0: <laughs> i think we should have anyway evil or not yes. <laughs> it's all those hugs <laughs> we are obviously um listeners we are missing uh one of our regular players um jules who is unable to join us for this um due to personal reasons um but she will be back in the fold very soon
5: she's with us in our hearts Mm. (laughs) and in the recording isn't that right yeah um well gerard
0: rad has been here longer than any of these people so rad and um, the fate weavers they arrived here like three or four days ago and then as soon as sasha's parents showed up in a blood portal kydron was like okay Job done, she's been reunited with her parents, I'm out. And he took the Arkval guards that were there and just teleported off to somewhere. He was just like, I'm out of my depth, there's like gods and demons and shit. I just wanted to be a wizard. (laughs) So he yeeted out. What are you thinking? Like, so, Sasha was reunited with her parents. It's kind of you there in this place. And then suddenly all of these people come. Like, what do you reckon, Rad's thinking about that because you weren't summoned you were already here
4: uh yeah yeah i mean uh, rat Rat is essentially kind of uh, a, a member of your local union chapter at heart like you know he's, he's, he's the man of the people he, he's kind of wombling around the uh, camp anonymously uh trying to set up tents for things that have no need for shelter uh and asking uh things that have been dead for a thousand years if they need any soup uh <laughs> You know, I mean, that, okay. that, that's something He's trying to kind of pull us all together, but uh, with the unfortunate uh, handicap of not having any idea what's going to happen next or what they're going to need to be able to do. So uh, just wondering from tent to tent, saying, you guys doing all right in there, need anything? And uh, uh, he'll, you know, okay. look in the tent, and it's a bunch of fucking skeletons playing poker or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, one of the tents has a halfling inside, and he is surrounded by what looks to be 10,000 mice, some of whom are in, like, tiny armor with tiny swords.
4: Hey there, soldier. Hey, holy... What the <laughs> fuck?
3: Uh, are you all right? I, Who are these? These are Kyori. They're here to help. They're from Banforce City.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah, Brad won't know what that is.
4: Good to meet oh, you, good. and I kind of offer my hand down to help. help. I, I Offer of my pinky, but in
3: a very macho way. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get a thousand little handshakes. Uh, you, you'll yeah. be there a while shaking all that little swords. Yeah. So do you, do you need anything? You got water, rations, swords. Um, well, if you could get, we could use some more swords. And um, they didn't have much time to make me, any. So if you could find like about five thousand tiny swords in like the next, I don't know how long. That would be really, really neat. I think you might find me a little short.
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Zing! Uh, but I'll do what I can. Thank you. Best him, joke of the podcast. Trying to give him a reassuring look.
0: Um, Josh, uh, would Trestlespoon have any re- reactions to to Fadan being here with his zombies? that You only saw him a couple of days ago.
2: Yeah, i got go say hi. I saw all the zombies, eh?
0: You rode one of the zombies up a tree.
2: Yeah, could I find him? Is he around?
0: <laughs> uh, I guess that's up to Alex.
5: Uh, yeah, we'll Alex. say... Um, We'll, we'll say that the skeleton whose ribcage um, you, you briefly inhabited has, has come along as one of the um, skeleton soldiers.
2: Swell. Trestlespoon recognises the claw marks on this particular skeleton's ribcage
5: and he uh, trundles up him. The, um, the, the iron hinges that have been installed on either side of the ribcage squeak open <laughs> as you approach. I, I jump inside. Excellent. <laughs>
0: Are you controlling a mech? Is that what's happening?
2: Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Ratatouille, except...
4: Get in the skeleton, Shinji.
5: The last cooking.
4: Gr- <laughs> except grotesque. <laughs> yeah.
5: Hey, at least the skeleton's very clean. Those bones don't have a scrap of anything nasty on them.
0: Okay, so weirdness happens after people arrive people find places to uh, relax and spend the day and they they all talk to each other and share information about what's going on and from um, from Marley from Trestlespoon, from Arcus everyone who's present learns that today is is okay it's just any other day but tomorrow is the day that the thing happens like so you go you'll go to sleep and in the morning it's the thing it's it's this thing called the surge and what they know about it and what they share with everyone else is that the world is going to receive this gigantic burst of raw magic and there are five people who are here who can safely receive it but it they will essentially each receive like the power of a god they will be so absurdly powerful as they soak up this magic like sponges and if they weren't here the world would be destroyed only these five, and we've actually discovered recently that there is a Kyori who is a wielder. called He's an old Kyori called Ratsputin, and he remained undetected because he's too small to be um, noticed by the compass orbs that help people find wielders. So there are six here, one of whom is a Kyori who will get a tiny amount of the surge, like like nothing. <laughs> like Just an inconsistent... They'll be super powerful for a mouse.
6: Is it percentage-based, but on but mass...
0: Uh, no, it's mostly I had planned on the fact that there would be five and then Waffle sprung on me yesterday that there's actually a mouse in canon <laughs> that does this.
3: So um, hey, You you could have said no, but we bullied you into no. it. You initially you said know no. that
0: I don't <laughs> say no to stuff. Can we cut uh, this? <laughs> so, yeah, everyone is prepping for the fact that in the morning there's going to be this gigantic, potentially world-ending thing. Talk to me about like, what do you think you would be doing that night? Um, what would be going through your head? Would you be trying to get a good night's sleep? Would you be up worrying, thinking about this kind of stuff and Adam, I'm sorry. I know none of this involves you yet, but yeah, we will when the new day dawns.
3: You see, these are very old ancient trees. Yep. Drew is interrogating them to see if they have any insights that will, you know, help make this whole situation a bit more successful like have the trees witnessed something in the past that you know might help prepare them better for what's to come
0: so you cast speak with plants yep yeah so as as we did with the last time you cast the spell you you hear suddenly like the way the wind moves the leaves and you see branches shifting and you interpret this the, the movements of the trees and the sounds of the trees as language and they all say to you the, the, the kind of same thing over and over again is that they have no knowledge outside of the this forest itself, um, but they know that every what they call a cycle, which is vague to you, um, but um, they say every cycle people gather in this place, and the the circle the and they they what what you interpret as the golden circle erupts.
3: It erupts, and what happens?
0: And then the people leave is what they the trees tell you so the
3: circle erupts and then people just leave well that's helpful
0: yeah and then yeah the leaves bristling and brushing and everything tells you that yeah the people leave and then the next cycle it happens again uh but some some cycles there are no people hmm that's good to know anyone else have something they do that night um or before before rest or during rest, or instead of rest?
5: Yeah, Fidan's going to ask around to try to understand, like, what they're actually needing to do on the day. Actually, yeah. So Fidan's, Fidan's going to walk up to um, to Tressel Spoon, who's you know sort of cozily nested in um, this little skeleton chamber, and mm. say, like, "Tress, um, we, we've we've come here to fight. Um, what are we? What are we fighting? And where's Where's the battlefield? What's what war are we in? Where, and where will uh, that happen? Um, well, I, yeah, I.
2: It's just a big. Uh, it's a big. Uh, I don't really know any of the. I was just going along with it for fun, and I don't know. I don't know any of the. Uh, don't touch the well. Whale. The well's no good. But I don't know anything other than that. It's just nice to be here. Nice do, friendly do think, skeleton. It's good to do see, do you, see think, you too. Do you think we'd uh, need stop to fight- the I, i don't i don't know anymore
5: things things from the well should we not touch it because they're gonna like enemies are going to come out of the well or are they going to come oh no i just uh
2: just no i just uh yeah uh yeah um at, at this stage i would have announced to everyone that uh no one touches the well and i announced this through jamie the dragon uh the well makes people disappear specifically porter the frog i may or may not have dared to touch the liquid inside the well and witnessed him uh, evaporate
1: well 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 well
0: <laughs> <laughs> um for dan if you inquire um around other people who are here um be it mali or um some of the demonic People who are attending.
5: I'm going to ask Goror.
0: Goror Goro just, just says, uh, Goror not know. <laughs> Goror, like trees
5: though, much old forest is. How how old do you think it is? Much. <laughs> is that more or less than many?
0: Mm, Goror think and then he boom, boom stomps away or is a simple creature?
5: <laughs> I'm going to turn 180 degrees and walk over to the next person. <laughs> Who I'm going to assume is um, Arcus. I have no idea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, just in general. Like, I mean, I know I've been on the adventure the whole time um, and I'm, like, a part of the planning committee, but generally I'm not sure.
5: Maybe don't die. Yes. Good. Um, are there things that will come and try to hurt us or is there just going to be a gigantic explosion that we have to not die from
1: yeah yeah all of the above sounds correct to me i feel like it's it's kind of a oh it's a veritable who's who of what (laughs) 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 um what kind of uh, horrible thing could be waiting on the other side
2: trestlespoon's standing behind arkus in the skeleton and he asks
1: what, a, what does veritable mean? <laughs> it means a lot. <laughs> like many different varieties. It comes from the word variety, ver- veritable, you know. like I don't know. Ah, more... very good. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Trestlespoons using the femur bone of the skeleton he's inside to make a little sign that says stay away from the well.
0: Okay, good call.
5: That makes sense. All yes. right,
0: so you do that, and you notice that Marley, she met with her friends and then went into a tent and didn't come out of that tent and one of those friends that she met with also went into the tent and then we cut to the next morning it is the day of the surge do you, do you think you slept well? like how how do you think your nights went by and large? pretty average
5: <laughs> it's a decent seven hours
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: I I slept in a planking position in the middle of my Fidan's tiny hut with all my skeletons holding swords in a circle around the hut facing outwards. Okay. (laughs) Panicking the entire time, but sleeping while panicking. (laughs) But sleeping. (laughs) But sleeping. Mm. That's what the planking was for.
0: (laughs) So everyone is sort of milling about in the morning. There are people who are trying to start... Or find safe places to start, like campfires, to cook something for breakfast, things like that. Uh, and then appearing in amongst the, the the middle of all the hustle and bustle is an icy blue-skinned woman that uh, many characters would recognize. This is uh, a demonic uh, patron called the a uh, demon of chaos, who's the one who oh, inflicted the chaos curse upon most of you and immediately following her, sort of materializing from nothing, is a nobleman, is a very well-dressed uh, human man who uh, Trestlespoon would recognize immediately, uh, but I don't think anyone else here would. Yeah, what what do you think your reactions would be, I, I guess Trestlespoon, to seeing him, and Adam, what do you think uh, Trantis would do upon arriving in this place that he knows nothing about, other than like you've had this promise that there's this powerful thing you could be a part of?
2: So, what? So, I see Trantus, and then I'm immediately sh- shocked and furious. Because last time I, he just disappeared after killing a bunch of people, right? Yep. Um, oh, crikey crumbs. Uh, Trusselspin stares at him uh, like a deer in shock. And then he gets out his weapons um, and he points them at Trantus and he says, What? What? What, what are you doing? No one invited you here. What are you doing here?
6: <laughs> Trantus very calmly walks towards Trestlespoon hello Trestlespoon it's been quite some time hasn't it my old friend you can drop the tough guy act
2: we're, 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 you, you shouldn't be here no one invited you here you, maybe you, it's get, you get out of here. who
6: shouldn't be here and he snarls, at, he snarls at Trestlespoon Trestlespoon's hands are shaking
2: and he's pretty he's pretty scared and he looks to Arcus for backup. Yeah, uh, Arcus, This person's not very nice, and they're a bully, and they killed a lot of people. And I want you to help me to, to uh, help me.
6: Trantis turns his back and starts walking away. Starts to inspect everyone's accommodations, just just from a distance, just looking around. Yes, this will do nicely.
0: Yeah. The um the the blue icy woman who um, Trantis arrived with. She booms out for um, everyone's attention. Many of y'all have had the pleasure of making my acquaintance already. But many of y'all have not. And then she gestures to like Trestle Spoon and Arcus and a few others whom she has cursed. And she says, You may think ill of me for a curse that I bestowed upon some of y'all.
1: Ah! Oh, Arcus has just got it.
3: <laughs>
1: but i
0: assure you that i did so for a benevolent purpose as i am sure most of you will be aware by now the gods have enacted a plan to defeat Krover, the 12th god who has become corrupted and must be stopped i cursed y'all with chaos which you may have considered quite the Inconvenience, But now that so much negative chaos has been spent by your various misfortunes, a stockpile of positive chaos has been built that you will surely find very helpful when you are in the most need. I have now, for lack of a better way to describe it, turned the tables, and you will find that chaos works in your favor from henceforth.
1: You're welcome. you're welcome thank you thank thank you thank you what,
2: what are you talking <laughs> about positive chaos <laughs> negative what's negative chaos
0: well, what's going on that, like, <laughs> like, negative chaos is all the bad shit that happens when the chaos yeah, curse like happens. Sing, singing singing
1: stuff. about cheese <laughs> turning into a tree that's bad chaos
4: yeah now now we'll sing about trees and not turn into cheese oh my god that sounds like good chaos
0: yeah and then she waves a hand and every single person and creature in this place suddenly feels themselves just shiver like this little icy shiver for a second you've now all been imbued with positive chaos Uh, and anytime anyone rolls a nat one they then will now roll a d100 against the positive chaos curse chart Ooh! So net ones mean good things happen. Finally. Wow! Does anyone want to roll a d100 to take oh. it for a spin?
3: Yes, please.
0: <laughs> okay, something's going to happen to
3: Drew. Uh, that's a uh, 37. 37.
0: Oh, you regain 10 hit points.
1: Nice
0: That's a that's a simple one.
1: Wow! I see why you've saved this to the end. Yes. It's not as it's not as like thematic as singing about cheese, you know. Like it's oh, s- some of them are still pretty um, out there.
3: Like you regain 11 uh, hit points. <laughs> oh, don't
0: be crazy. a <laughs> yeah,
3: bit far. But far. One, I,
0: one I quite like is um, a Tyrannosaurus Rex controlled by you appears uh, in the nearest unoccupied space.
1: Oh. Wait, controlled by you, like, <laughs> mentally? Or are you, like, in yeah. it like a Riding fighter it. mecha suit? <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> mentally, it will obey your commands. Okay.
2: <laughs> can
1: I ratatouille you? Yeah, I'm why? looking for
2: anything I can ratatouille. <laughs>
1: If you think about it, Ratatouille is just the
5: Gangnam of the (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Pixar animated In in the following (laughs) essay,
0: I will
5: (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Love him and leave him. You've already given up on my skeletons.
0: (laughs) So, Marley emerges from her tent, and immediately approaching her is um, Zero, the knowledge demon, um, who in a robot body, or clockwork body, and It leans over and she has a moment of like seeing Trantis across the field and seething for just a second before Zero whispers in her ear and then she turns and nods at him and then he it looks as if he opens up like a pocket in reality and steps through and she steps through with him and then it closes. Okay.
2: Man, Trestle's super confused why Marley's been so coy. He tries to run after her and say something.
0: Marley, where you get...
1: Before she disappears.
0: Yeah, you run through just like just dead air, just nothing. She isn't where she was a moment ago.
1: Wow. Ain't that just mm, the okay. way
6: when we needed a most,
1: <laughs> She left <laughs> us. She abandoned us.
6: Does <laughs> to see this happen?
1: Um yeah. Yep. Yeah, you you noticed
0: this clockwork robot person walk up to Marley who as she came out of a tent, and you saw Marley look at you across the with like daggers in her eyes and then yeah, the robot whispered to her and then they both stepped out into nothing. I think
6: Trandis just rocks his head back and laughs. I thought as much.
0: <laughs> I knew that would happen. <laughs>
4: uh, do, I, do I see Kalani around?
0: Oh Yeah, she's there. She hasn't really been f- strayed far from you this whole time. Um, so you would know uh, better than anyone, Rad, that yeah, the five wielders who are here... Uh, Kelani, the young human girl that you guys collected from the jungle. Um, there is uh, Drafer, who's been a, sort of a teleporting shit who's gone all around the world messing with people. His friend, Sham, who hasn't appeared on any podcast episodes or anything. And Sasha's two parents. Um, but none of them have any m- raw magic, so they're all just sitting ducks. They're all just people. Right.
4: Yeah, I think Red kind of would give uh, 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 Keilani kind of a really depressing uh, moments before pep talk. That's not really suitable for a child, uh, you know, cause what she's doing is not really suitable for a child, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> right.
0: She's about to maybe become a God. like. <laughs>
4: yeah. I'm just saying to her, uh, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen next. Me and uh, Sasha are going to be here.
0: Oh, um, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know
1: either.
4: Yes, some of, us, some of us might die. Um, but just remember that you have to do your best. <laughs> uh,
1: no pressure, you guys.
3: Yeah. Just do your best. Just just do you your best. You got this, kid. We believe in you.
4: She
0: starts tearing up. Not crying, but yeah. like trying not to cry. And she's like, I, I, I don't want any, anyone to, to die. I mean...
4: We, d- we don't choose when we die. We choose how we die. Stitching so up. <laughs> oh, shit. That's... That's wow wow. That's
1: dope <laughs> It's like a chorus of children's oh, yeah. voices You can't
0: always
4: get what you want You can't always choose how you die Yeah, and then I do a bit of moves like Jagger
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But if you try sometimes it's just my comment. You choose when you die I don't know why it became Mickey Mouse at the end <laughs> Just fa- famous suicide mascot Mickey Mouse <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm here for it. Let's steal Mickey Mouse. Well, we can have Winnie the Pooh in this episode. He's oh my owner. god, my my flatmate does a good Winnie the Pooh. I could get him in, and he could just come in and be like, I was going to do an impression, I can't do Winnie the Pooh, I don't think. Brad, oh, insert yeah. here in post. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do it when you're getting it from <laughs> Troy. Please rephrase that. Uh, <laughs> uh, when you're getting the audio from... Uh, Troy, for his parts as Zef, you could also grab Winnie the Pooh from Ryan.
4: Okay, alright, I'm Winnie the Pooh, let's fuck some shit up, fellas, let's do it.
0: Oh yeah, Zef says, uh, when everyone gets cursed with positive chaos and everyone gets that little shiver, Zef says, oh that's cold. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Classic. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, tr- yeah, so um, Rad just is trying try to give give uh, a honest facts, not sugarcoated, but kindly, and then um, he just goes back to like physically preparing things that don't even make sense, like he's getting his sword clean for presumably a huge ball of energy. Is he still trying to find f- like five thousand little swords? <laughs> uh, no, no, he's uh, he's given up on that. He's, he's deprioritized that and cut it from the sprint scope. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we're gonna we're gonna rethink about that next, next time. Circle back around you, in two weeks. Yeah,
2: you could just shave one big sword. You could whittle down a big sword and do like sword shaving.
3: Yeah,
4: you know what? You know what? No, I gather the curious around. Probably, I gather, uh, there's like what, like three hundred of them. Uh, there's, like say, a, there's like ten thousand. <laughs> all right, yeah. and I say to them, hey, uh, uh, I don't know if um, you all speak common. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. I, oh fuck! What the <laughs> shit, <laughs> Jesus! Oh. <laughs> Uh, all <laughs> right um stop it please um, i don't i don't i don't have swords uh for each of you don't
0: censor us but I'm Mouse.
4: you might not have steel but you each have steel in your hearts so use that and i'll follow you into battle
0: um gerard if you've got a d20 on hand can you just roll it to see how well your pep talk goes for the coyote
4: I mean, I presume that everyone st- starts crying during each of my pep talks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just maybe not for the um, reason you think.
4: There's 10,000 yeah. crying rat- rats. Um, 17. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. You inspire them. They find the
0: steel in their hearts.
4: Yeah. We're bad as fuck. <laughs> That's not Are sword. they? Are they a pre, pre-iron pre society? They don't no, know what steel means. Should I have said they have they're, brass they're in their hearts? Got, no. Okay, yeah, okay. They got they're, they're, they're an advanced civilization. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they've adopted a lot of ideas from human
1: civilization already. Honestly, so, my, like, they understand. That mice might be smarter than we are, let's be
4: honest. Do they have Bitcoin yet? That's my measure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you all
0: uh, are getting your bearings about what's going to happen on this day and trying to get information from each other. Marley's just disappeared with some demon. Uh, everyone's been cursed. This is a problem because
1: and... Marley is the one that keeps notes and knows things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're totally lost. Right, everyone's so like, Trestlespoon and Arcus, what's going on? We're like, ah, stuff, <laughs> <laughs> things, um, dragon,
3: dragoon. I, I would like to note <laughs> that ab- about a thousand Kiori are worshipping both of you each. Naturally. Really? <laughs> You're gods to the oh. Kiori. Trestlespoon is a god.
0: Yeah, he's the god of apples and postmen. Yeah.
3: Do
2: I have an apple on me? I always have an apple on me, don't I? Uh,
0: yeah, in your hat. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I take an apple out of my hat and I throw it to the mice. Will the mice attack the apple?
0: <laughs> They'll revere it. it. It's an artifact of, serv- <laughs> nice of extreme one. religious
3: importance. <laughs> yes. They're going to plant it in the orchard and the tree that grows from it will be the most sacred of all the trees.
1: <laughs> I, I s- Arcus sees what Trestlespoon does and he like conjures up an apple out of smoke and gives it to the mice and they're like, oh, and then it disappears. <laughs> <They're> just <laughs>
0: The thing is that annoys them but then they like the fact that they were just annoyed by the god their god of petty grievances and they're like oh full circle <laughs>
6: yeah nailed it can trantis kick a mouse yeah. Yes. <laughs> which one you bastard you can you can but you have to
1: make a backstory for this mouse like who are they do they have wife and kids <laughs> oh
6: yeah yeah, sole provider as well. I'm standing
4: <laughs> right by the kyori if they're in a big blob. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm imagining one
6: one kyori just getting loose and just running somewhere on an important mission and crossing Trentus's path, and Trentus going, "Ugh, vermin!" and booting it as hard as he can.
0: <laughs> it flies up and over all the tall grass, and it hits the golden well and just evaporates.
6: <laughs> <laughs> what was its name? Oh no. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I've told everyone no. not to touch the well. I've told
2: everyone so many times to stay away from the well. I've made the sign.
0: Trantus just got so much eviler somehow.
1: <laughs>
0: um, okay, so you're all doing all these things you're all trying to get your bearings you're all just experiencing the various different types of people and things that are in this place and then this woman who has been there the whole time who is in uh, like a green traveler's uh, cloak with shoulder length brunette hair she looks maybe like a middle-aged human woman she stands up on the the stone edges of this well and she bellows uh, over the top of everyone and she says, uh, Hello, everyone.
3: Hello, Great start. <laughs>
0: <Howdy>. <laughs> my name is Tarin, but, but I, suppose I suppose that that is a new name. Uh, some of you who know history may know me as Anfa, or you may, by notoriety, know my sister Gillif, which is a name that would ring for many people. Uh, Gillif is like has been the big bad for most of this, and uh, including she was masquerading as the Empress. So the the Empress was this immortal being called Gilif. You, you probably, probably do not know, know that, that I am, am the daughter, daughter, daughter of, of Krover. Krover, And she gestures to the well that she's standing on when she says Krover. So she is the daughter of the god of power that you're here to kill.
3: Is the well your dad?
0: <laughs> no, little one, but... <laughs> All will become clear in due time. The well is the pathway to my father. And it's the pathway through which he may hopefully be stopped. Uh. And then she looks away from Drew and back at everyone in, in, in turn and just says, Today is the most important day in the long and difficult history of this world. The God of power, my father, has been corrupted. What was once a divine, unbiased force has become malevolent, filled with hatred and disdain for mortal kind.
3: Is is that because somebody turned them
1: into a well? <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed off if I
4: got turned into a well. To be fair, I lean to over to someone standing next to Red and I say, "I think that I think the wells are dead." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts talking about wells and she says, Forget
0: oh, about yeah. the well. The well is a doorway. <laughs> you, you idiots.
5: Idiot. <laughs> Who, who's Krover, though? I think Krover built the well.
0: Crover is on the other side of this well. Forget about the well.
1: (laughs) Crover loves wells, you guys.
2: If the if the well is a big mouth, can you regurgitate my friend back,
1: please? If the well is a mouth, does it have to brush its teeth every night, or does it sometimes forget?
0: How are you the saviors of this world? (laughs) I don't know that. (laughs) You are absurd. Get out of here.
1: And everyone. If this were a podcast,
0: it would be cancelled immediately. (laughs) when everyone's silly chatter in, in, the, in the clearing ties down, she explains that uh, the gods have devised a plan to end my father once and for all. But the risk is great, and success is far from guaranteed, for nothing of this kind has ever been done before. When the surge comes, and she gestures again to the well, and she says, like leans in the direction of Drew and she says, it's, it's this, this burst, burst of power now. that's going to come out of this it's well.
3: It's what the trees said.
0: She says, listen it's to the, the trees, trees then next time.
3: time. They didn't mention anything about you and your dad though. Maybe you should talk to the trees about your daddy issues. And the background, is like, fight, 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 fight. We are wasting valuable time. I I guess things between you and your dad aren't well.
0: (laughs) She says, you know what, I don't think I want to save this world
4: anymore. She hops off the well and just leaves. I think I'm starting to understand why Brad takes so long to edit these episodes.
1: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, we're into delight. I'm I'm sorry, come back. Alright guys calm down, let's fucking kill this well okay? (laughs) Sorry, we'll, we'll be quiet. Sorry. Just start stabbing the well. Stupid
3: well. just disappear. Joking to try to boost morale. Go, do your speech. I'll be quiet. Yeah,
1: sorry. We all have like abandonment <laughs> issues, so when things get tense, we just make jokes to like deal with it. We're like, good. If mummy and daddy are laughing, then they're not breaking up, you know? No,
3: we're Jesus. talking about wells. The okay. tents are over right, there. Right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I should have expected this based on who I invited to play this game um yeah she says annoyed but she continues because this is of the utmost importance a burst of power is going to emit from this well in a few moments and it will create a portal directly to my father's domain heart it will allow if the god of knowledge is Calculations are correct. Four of you to travel through and face Krover in the flesh, and those four will have a once, once in an eternity opportunity to perhaps kill a god. Be
1: first. <laughs> now I get why Trantis is here.
0: Unfortunately, Krover is not There's the not only an threat that faces, faces this, world this world right now. Right now. Ancient, ancient, forgotten creatures have returned from, from a long, long imprisonment. imprisonment. And she gestures to some of you are there who, who are in their boat, like uh, Jamie the Dragon, and um, Sasha and her parents, and uh, Kobold Waffles and Kobold Mario, who were summoned inexplicably, they're here. Um, and two Kobolds who um, are back because of the wall coming down
1: we thought they could do a live stream podcast of the event, you know.
0: Oh, they totally can as a side episode. Uh, <laughs> some, some of these creatures, of these creatures, creatures are our allies, allies as, as you can see amongst, amongst you now. now. Most, Most are not. They are they wreaking havoc all across Ison as and we, we speak. The power, power of, of the Surge can, can be used to send these creatures back, back to their imprisonment. imprisonment or the it can be can used use to face space. Krover but there will not be enough power to do both. Oh, today all of you, all the heroes who have gathered in this sacred ancient place will decide the fate of
1: credits.
3: <laughs>
0: and she again gestures to the well and she's looking quite nervous. Every time she looks at it, you can tell that she's not just using it as like a visual aid. She's actually checking up on it. She's looking at it like trying to gain more information, and then she looks back at everyone and says, Time is limited, so you must decide quickly. A decision that will literally determine the fate of Ison. That's the show's name! Wow, we have undoubtedly steered the ship on course for the final event. But what exactly will that final event be? Will the Brute Wall be recreated to send dragons and other long-lost historical nightmares back to their imprisonment? Will a select few heroes face down the god of power himself? Or will something else happen that nobody could have foreseen? You, my dear listeners, will have to find out as Chapter 7 unfolds. I, of course, want to thank our amazing supporters over on Patreon. You can join that list uh, over at patreon.com slash fate uh, They are... Alex White-Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin and James Blicer Saja Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Melzer, Roderath Mata, Sam Malcolm, Kyderon Valsh, Flake, Kydele, Rihanna Cavalcic, Kevin Swift, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols, K.P. Squish, Alexandra Lickkites, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemanty, Damon Lubreton, Andrew M. Sharongas from Twizel, Jared from the Indie Film Review, Jamie Phillips, Ezekiel, Tara Burrelli, The Gambitron, Kristen Holstowicz, and Dust. Oh, sorry Dustin. Dustin Dowsing. Uh... Yeah, thank you to all of those people who've joined the resistance and to all of you who will join us in the future. And thank you just for the support from all of you. You listened, you reviewed, you told people about us, you tweeted, you Facebooked, you... By the way, we're on all the socials at Fade of Eisen, or you can get in touch at at gmail.com if you want to just say hi. And that's enough from me for now. We'll catch you next time for Chapter 7, Episode 2 to find out what decision everybody makes. All right, bye everybody. Welcome to Arius and meet the Rampack and Party Advantage, a DD play podcast. Join Manny, Garrus, Roshin, and Tagoro as they travel the vast lands and learn long forgotten secrets and find themselves in
5: all kinds of shenanigans. So, what are we doing? Drugs. We did that in Season
4: 1 already. Did
5: we? Well, you did.
4: Yes. <laughs> Tagoro got
5: a taste for him. Oh God, I- I- I'm now the personal healer, and I have to take care of Manny. Well, I mean, your your girlfriend was the personal healer more than you. Remember, I'm a dragon. Yeah. yeah like... I mean, last time you were a dragon, it didn't go so good.
1: Let's not repeat, okay? Xnay on the dragnay. Got it.
0: Tune in every other Wednesday on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice and on YouTube. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.
4: Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.